Vegan Manly Man Podcast. What is going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Vegan Manly Man Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Singer. This is the show where we talk about self-growth, plant-based living, and sharing the message of love, compassion, and peace for every dang being. Wow. That was... uh little intense. I like it though. I like it. Welcome back guys. If you are a first time listener of the show, this is going to be one of the mindset episodes. This is where I share my knowledge and experience and my insight from everything that I've learned in life so far so that I can maybe help you do the same and then you can help somebody else and we can create a positive ripple effect throughout the world This is my way to help change the world in the biggest way possible because it starts with us. Starts with yourself and then you show other people and then they show somebody else. So, you know, the power of one person is incredible. And if you don't think that one person can make a difference, try sleeping with a mosquito. I love that quote. (laughs) Anyways, guys. So what do I want to talk about today? First of all, I want to say that I am doing a program called 75 hard. And what that is, is I listened to a guy named Andy Frisella. He has one of the biggest um, entrepreneurial business podcasts. And he came up with this program called 75 hard. And it's basically, it's basically to create a challenge that is not physical, but mental, but it, it has a lot of physical elements to it. So for 75 days straight, and, and you can't mess up. If you mess up on anything, you have to start over from the beginning and do the 75 days over again. So for 75 days straight, you have to work out twice a day. Each workout has to be 45 minutes. One of those workouts has to be outside, no matter what the conditions are, no excuses. You have to follow a strict diet. There's no like set diet, but it just has to be like based around like what your goals are. So for me personally, I'm doing all whole foods. Um, I'm not doing anything processed. I'm not doing any like gluten in the sense of like bread and dough and that kind of stuff. Like if if it has a little bit of wheat in it, like whatever, that's fine. Uh, And I'm not going out to eat either. So I'm not, I'm only buying groceries from the grocery store. Um, And when I work at the brewery I work at, um, I will get meals there. Sometimes I'll do like brown rice with some sauteed veggies and like hummus. So I'm still keeping it clean. Um, I'm allowing myself to still have oil and some sauces um, just for flavor. But overall, it's pretty clean. It's definitely a lot cleaner than I have been eating, especially traveling to Toronto and Portland over the past couple months and just eating all the amazing vegan food at the restaurants there. So this is going to be good for my health and also my bank account. So Um, So anyways, yeah, so that's one part of it as well is following the strict diet, no cheat meals. um, Yeah, just absolutely no exceptions. Um, Third is going to be reading 10 pages of a mindset like self-development book along those lines, um, reading 10 pages of that every day. After that is taking a progress picture just so you can track your progress, and then drinking a gallon of water. So, all in all, each one doesn't sound too terrible. Well, I feel like following a strict diet for 75 days and working out twice a day is probably the hardest part. I've been getting in, so I'm on day eight. I've been getting in the 
water very easily. Reading 10 pages really isn't a challenge. And obviously taking a progress pick is very simple. But being able to work out twice a day amidst the schedule and eating clean, you know, can present its challenge. But that's the reason why I'm doing this podcast is today is because I'm I'm learning already something what is it's so vital and so important to life. And it's it's the idea of us creating this excuse. And everybody's used it, including myself. And it's probably the worst excuse that there is. And it's the excuse of saying that I don't have time. So doing this 75 hard program is making me realize, and I've already kind of realized this before, but I feel like it's resonating more now that I'm doing this program because I'm managing to fit in these two workouts and do all these other things amidst like busy days and working doubles and shooting weddings and, and, and I'm a wedding photographer, by the way, and that probably sounds weird to say shooting weddings, <laughs> taking pictures at weddings, just fitting all this stuff in around my schedule and, and the other things that I do in life is really making me realize like, man, the excuse of saying I don't have time is such bullshit because I'm just having to cut out other things that aren't serving me, like scrolling aimlessly through social media. Now, I'm still a little bit guilty of it, but I've obviously cut back to have, you know to make time for these other things or watching TV. So that's what I want to talk about today, guys. It's it's our biggest and worst excuse is I don't have time. So I'm going to read actually a little caption that I posted on social media today about this uh, because I think it's super fitting and then we'll go from there. So here's what I wrote. I've come to learn that I don't have time is no longer a valid excuse The correct statement is, this is not a priority for me. We waste away a lot of our days scrolling endlessly on social media, binging Netflix, or dreaming about the life we wish we could have. We say, I'll start tomorrow, then let years pass us by wondering what might have happened. We have one shot at this life. For me, I have one chance to fulfill my purpose of helping the people and animals of our earth. To say I don't have time is laughable. I have all the time in the world. I just have to make the right investments with it. I think that pretty much sums it up, guys, in like a short paragraph. I thought that was really powerful when I wrote it. Hopefully, you guys resonate with it. But honestly, I want you to know that I used to be this person too. I was the biggest procrastinator that there probably was. I would wait until the last minute to do things and I would just sit around. I would, I would wake up, I'd lay in bed for hours at a time. You know, I would get up and my morning coffee would last two hours. And by the time I got to the gym, it was already time to go to work. And I I didn't do anything with these extra hours I had in the day that it could have been, you know, being productive. So I used to be this person and I think that it tied a little bit into I really didn't know what I was doing with my life. I really didn't feel like I had a purpose or direction, and I certainly didn't set my intentions for the day. So when I woke up, it was just like, eh, what do you want to do today? And it's so easy to just fall into, you know, aimlessly scrolling through social media or watching TV or, or doing shit that wastes your time if you don't have a purpose when you wake up and say, I have to get this done today because this is my goal and this is my dream and I have to work towards it. And, you know, so if you're just waking up and, and you really don't have a direction in life, obviously it's going to be easy to waste away this time. 
So, you know, I've talked about this before on the show. Get specific about what you want so you can create your day around achieving that. Guys, there are people out there who have kids, work long hours, have tons of responsibilities, and still make time for what is important to them because they cut out all the extra bullshit. Is it easy? No. No, this isn't easy, guys. I mean, like, at first, of course, it's not. But is it possible? Yes. And guess what? The longer you do it, the more it becomes habit, and your habits shape your life forever. Your habits shape your life forever. Very important to know. So let's break this down by the numbers because I wanted to get a little bit more specific on this because it's easy to just say, well, no, no, you don't understand. I, I, I have this and I have that. And I get it, guys. I get it. I was that person. Okay. I made the excuse too. We've all done it. But let's get real. Let's check out these numbers and see what it's, what's actually happening. All right. So there are 168 hours in a week. Assuming you sleep eight hours each night, that makes 112 hours left. And that's like a healthy, you know, sleeping eight hours a night is, is very healthy. And most people actually don't even get that. So already some people are probably having more hours. But assuming you're sleeping eight hours each night, that's 112 hours left in the week. Let's say worst case scenario, you have to work seven days a week and you work 12 hour shifts every day. I'm giving you guys the worst case scenarios so that you can still see that there's extra time left over. All right, so that takes it down to 84 hours a week that you have. Or I'm sorry, that's 84 hours a week that you're working. It takes it down to 28 hours left in your week. So let's take away an hour each day for getting ready. That is 21 hours left. Let's take away four hours for weekly errands and cleaning. Um, I feel like that's pretty reasonable. So that's 17 hours left. And then let's take away an hour each day to cook and eat. That is 10 hours left in your week. Okay, it doesn't seem like much, but you could get in five 30-minute workouts during that week and still have seven and a half hours left over. So that's over an hour a day that you could put into achieving something. An hour may not seem like much, but 28 hours over a month could be. Not to mention, like I said, this is an extreme scenario as most people don't work a schedule like this, okay? If we were to switch that out with the normal nine to five, Monday through Friday schedule, which I feel like falls for a lot of people, you'd have an extra 54 hours after working, cooking, cleaning, running errands, and getting ready. And maybe you could subtract a few extra if you have kids, maybe a lot extra. I'm not the expert on that. I don't have kids. (laughs) So, but you could still take it back to that extreme example and and say, well, even if you have kids, okay, let's put it under that extreme example of you work nine to five and then all the extra hours go to the kids, yada, 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 still have an hour each day where you could put into something. So, but assuming that you don't and that all falls in with your schedule, that leaves almost eight hours a day that you have extra if you work the basic nine to five and you add in all those other things. Eight hours a day, what are you doing with this time. So I looked up some statistics and according to Nelson or Nielsen, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but it's like the TV people who like measure stuff. I I really don't know. You've all heard of Nielsen, at least in the United States. So according to Nielsen, uh, Nielsen's total audience report 
from 2018. Adults 18 and over spend almost five hours a day watching TV. And when you add in social media and internet, it becomes over 11 hours a day watching or interacting in some way with media. That is a lot of time, guys. That's over the eight hours a day we have extra. So I know a lot of you guys are probably doing this shit at work. But understand the magnitude of this. I'm not here to bash on social media, the internet, TV. I think they can all be amazing tools and when consuming the right content can actually add value to your life. But that's the thing. Are you being educated by your media or are you mindlessly being numb by it? If you want to spend the remaining free hours of your day watching TV or scrolling through Instagram and it makes you genuinely happy and fulfilled and you have no other goals in life, then by all means, carry on, guys. Seriously, do your thing. If you're not hurting somebody, I don't care. Whatever makes you happy. But I know for a fact that most of us out there have goals and dreams and untapped potential that we won't even dedicate 30 minutes to out of the day, let alone our remaining eight. You know, instead, a lot of us dream and idealize what it would be like and feel bad for not having it. So we numb ourselves instead of putting in the work. I'm so guilty of this. So guilty. I've always been like a dreamer, but like a daydreamer. I would just be out in La La Land just thinking about the life I want, but not actually putting the work into it. I'd spend so much time dreaming that I didn't realize that I'm missing out on all this time that I could be getting closer to actually realizing my dreams if I were to like stop and actually start putting in the work. It takes small, consistent action to achieve goals over a period of time. Small, consistent action that could be taken in that extra hour you have in a day or that extra eight hours that you have in a day. And it compounds on itself and it builds up and it turns into something. We look at our goals and our dreams staring at the top of the mountain and think, Man, I don't have time to climb this mountain right now. Neglecting the fact that we have this day right now to take the first step and the next day to take the next. It might seem like a really cheesy analogy, but it's so true. There is no such thing as I don't have time. There is only this is not my priority. Get focus on what you want in life and then take your free time and put everything you have into it. Because guess what? 40, 50 years down the road, if you don't, you're going to look back and you're going to have so much regret. And you're going to say, I wish that I would have put the work in to create the life that I wanted instead of spending hours on things that didn't matter. Guys, there is no such thing as I don't have time. We either prioritize and work for what we want or otherwise we continue to live the mediocre lives that have been so easily laid out for us and let our untapped potential waste away until we die. The choice is yours. Guys, you did it. This is the end of this episode. But if you're still listening, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for sticking around. If you did find value in this content, Please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps spread the message as far as it possibly can go. And don't forget to share with a family member or a friend, somebody you think would also find value in this message. If you guys want to keep up with me and have a chance to win some awesome prizes and giveaways or just stay in the know, 
head to my website, www.theveganmanlyman.com and sign up for my newsletter. My name is Jake Singer, and this is the Vegan Manly Man Podcast.